begged and boarded. Freddy Nine. Jesse, watch lots of movies, get mad ladies, smoke mad doobies, bet and boarded, it's a way your life, tell your friends, tell your moms, tell your hoe, tell your wife, coming at you on a weekly basis, kicking up pod for your sexy faces, who's the two free geeks you want to bone, in the secret podcast bunker all alone, on the internet we be the top crooks, we got issues and we only funny books, homie Jimmy Moore and the dinos are chilling, me and JR, we got the top villain, sit down, relax, and yo, we'll take a seat, get ready for the top podcast, you all agree, others spit loud, but I can spit faster, I'm Matt. Cohen, I'm the Jew master. We got everything you could possibly want in it. An hour of us in the Brento minute. I'm a little laid back and he's making the maniacal. We just talking shit. Who said the show was viable? Walking in the door, smoking that Jimmy Moore. You're listening from Alabama, all the way to Singapore. We just two weeks and that's the topic of discussion. Eddie's on the slopes, on the green, on nothing. Quick stop and I told the storming like a typhoon. It's not right, it's wrong. It's taking lots of bonkers. We're teaching every show, everyone celebrates. Cause we got comics, movies, and a little penetration. I regret every episode as soon as it's recorded. Cause I'm down to earth and that is out of orbit. We're not yeah hello 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 i am matthew cohen i am jesse rivers welcome to bagged and boarded jesse what's up why is this a special bagged and boarded it's our last one in person isn't it don't you say that because i i will be by alabama at some point in my life well, it's our. It is, but you, no, you are right. Yeah, you can't say that. It is, okay. This is our. Uh, this is the last uh, in-person bagged and boarded, and the last Matt and Jesse bagged and boarded for a minute, right? Well, yeah. the last, the last in-person, indefinitely. Yeah. Because if, if people haven't heard uh, a couple episodes ago, why don't you remind them why? Why are you? Why? Why are you abandoning? Oh, I'm gonna commit suicide on December first. That's a horrible, horrible, <laughs> horrible joke. I was gonna make that joke. That's how I know it was horrible because that's the first thing that ran through my head to be like, "It's that's Jesse's last show because he's gonna be dead. He's like inoperable oh, brain so tumor." So unoriginal. But but I, I saved it because I was like too mean. Not not nice. Well, it would have been mean if you said it to me. It's not mean if I say it about myself. I guess not. It's kind of disturbing. <laughs> no, Jesse, you're not going to kill yourself, as far as we know. That that might happen on February 1st. Give it a little bit. No, because oh. February 2nd, Black Dynamite comes out on DVD. That's your reason. Well, to, at least that's your one reason to live right now. You know, it's pathetic. When I was like, when I was like 16 and all fucking depressed and shit, like every other 16 year old was. I remember there was always like, I would kill myself right now <laughs> if I knew what happened this season on Lost. Like, I can't go without. You know what I mean? There's always like, well, it's good that you come up with a reason not to. Yeah, no see, matter the reason. Now I have a dog not to. So you got to take care of your kid. I got. I got. I got to keep my kid, doggy off the pole. Keep my doggy off the pole. You know they have dog strippers now. What? I don't. I'm gonna throw a loop at you. That's not true. No, it's, no, of course. But not. you know penguins engage in prostitution. That doesn't make sense. Oh, I will tell you exactly how it makes sense. Uh, penguins, uh, how they eat their food. A lot of times, I believe it's either their food or they clean, or they clean their stomachs with. Penguins hoard rocks. A certain type of penguin. I forget which. That's their money. Species of this. It's not their money. Um, but they, they hoard rocks. That's like, they use these rocks for everything. These round, perfect stones, right? Okay. And what they found was when they were, when they sent people to watch these penguins in the wild was a lot of times certain female penguins would exchange their rocks to men for sex. The women would give it to the, the females. Women, the females would, yes. 
Oh no, excuse me, opposite way around. Okay. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. The guy penguins would give the female penguins rocks in exchange for sex. That's kind of smart. I have mean, you, have you seen March of the Penguins? No, but there there ain't no prosty in there. As oh, far as yeah. I know of, I don't I don't believe that that's like from that film. film. Yeah, or some shit. that's why I didn't I didn't see that. Oh, uh, they don't they talk about it? They talk about it in Encounters at the End of the World. I I couldn't finish it. What? Because the fucking DVD I ran it was scratched up and skipped. I couldn't. Oh, finish really? it. I watched like the first twenty minutes. Oh, that sucks. Man. I love that movie. Yeah, I want to see it. Yeah, so penguins again your prostitution. How do we get onto that? Oh, the, I, I with the dog. Dog's Keep my dog off the pole. That's how we got onto it. All right. Oh, and I'm not killing myself. Yeah, speaking of strippers, where are you going to be? I'm moving to Alabama. Does that make sense, speaking of strippers? That's what I meant, speaking of strippers. I feel like there's tons of strip clubs where you're moving. Aren't there strippers everywhere? I feel like, nah. Like, uh, there's there's no, there's maybe two strip clubs on Long Island where I'm from. I mean, there's probably more, but the one, I, yeah, no. Oh, I'm sure there's more. Yes, but, but not in my town, at least. There were no strip clubs in my town or the next 10 towns in the area. You had to drive a half hour or more to find a strip club where I'm from. That's not far. Half hour. Where I'm from, though, everything is in reach. The city's a half hour from me. Manhattan. Well, that's where most of the strip clubs would be. That's where everybody with money would go. Is no, but no, no, no. But the the thing is, uh, I don't. Manhattan is um, the topless rule. New York topless rule. They're not full nude there. Oh no, not in Bama either. Oh really? Yeah. It's just topless in Bama too. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Sucks. <laughs> um, totally off subject, but I, I've been uh. I'm I'm re obsessed with fish again. Yes, I I, I noticed. Uh, I'm gonna I'm going to see them for four nights in uh, the end of New Year at the end of uh, December in Miami. I believe you said that on the last podcast about the New Year's one, or I said I saw them at Halloween. Regardless, though, speaking of fish, though, I've been I've been on a uh, fish message board, not an official one, but like a a one for fans with a P. Uh, you get it? Fans with a P. P H A N S. Fish fans. Uh, we we turn anything with an F into a P. That's, H. You know. It's original. Very creative. Yeah. Um, and there was, uh, you ever heard of the festival Bonnaroo? Yeah. In Tennessee and Manchester? This year at Bonnaroo, some fucking hippies, uh, if, if you want to really get insightful folks, in the, in the jam band community, there, there are different kinds of hippies and the, uh, the, the, the negative stereotype, um, there, those groups, the guys who sell a lot of nitrous, they're called the nitrous mafia, you know, the, the guys with, um, the sideways, flat-brimmed baseball caps and, like, giant beards, they're called Wooks or Wookies because they look like Chewy because they got giant fucking... So, for years... So, like, a bad hippie is a Wook for fish tours. So, anyway, this year at Bonnaroo, there was a Wook stripper tent. Like, these guys, like, brought in, like, sheets of plywood, like, set up a fucking barrier... You paid like ten bucks, and then like hairy armpitted Wookie hippie chicks like <laughs> stripped for other hippies, like at, in the, in the middle of a fucking tent ground, like totally unofficially, like they like it's cra- dude, it's crazy. And what goes on uh, these fucking things? Did you go in? No, I wasn't at Bonnaroo. Oh. No, I would have though. I totally would have. They like who the fuck? Just for fun, man. It's fucking weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? Are you a strip club fan? Um, I've only been to one strip club my entire life. One time. One time, yeah. Really? Yeah, when I was like nineteen. Did you not enjoy it? I did. I just fucking uh, no, I did. It's just nothing I would spend my. It's not. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of like going to a casino, you know. Yes, you and I don't go to casinos. Yes, I, I don't. I don't live by that concept. Of, I thought about this last night. If I had a billion fucking dollars, I would still be the cheapest human being in the world. <laughs> and I am the cheapest human being in the world. Whoa! Not maybe certain not certain things. Certain things. You. you well, I mean, you kind of like 
materialistic things that you can hold. Well, that's 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 what the line comes down to right there. It's 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 shit ma- that you can keep. Yes, shit yeah. that I can keep forever. To me, money. Why would I spend a hundred bucks on a amazing meal when I can buy four DVDs that I'll have for the rest of my life? That meal will be shit out of my system tomorrow. <laughs> That boner I have at the strip club will be over the second that fucking lap dance is over, or if I come in my pants even sooner. So, which which wouldn't happen, ladies. You know what I mean? I'm just I'm just hypothesizing. Um, I'm I'm one. I'm big on the concept of um value and value for your entertainment almost. Well, yeah. Like I won't go to a movie. I actually I have a fucked up thing in my head where I I everything basically boils back down to a DVD is my basis my litmus test for comparison. So I'll say, like, I'm not going to go pay $14 for an hour and a half of being entertained because if I spent $5 more, I could be entertained for the rest of my life. I could have an infinite amount of entertainment. Um, I'm not going to go... I'm really cheap when it comes to food. Like, I never spend more than, like, $10 on a fucking meal. Like, I have friends who go out to, like, $100 dinners and shit. That's and, a bit much. But even, even like, 30 bucks on a meal, which isn't which isn't a ludicrous amount for a, a good, nice meal. ribeye and... See, I can't fucking... No fucking way. Potato. I can't do it. It would crush me. But it's great. But it doesn't matter because it's, it's temporary. It's fleeting. But it's good f- at the time. But I'm not... I'm not... I'm not... I'm not one of those people... Did you not pay to go to a fish show? I did, but that's... There's certain things I will... There's certain things, like we said before, that I will wait... I will spend money like I don't know the concept of money. <laughs> Pot. Yes. Um, comic books and movies movies and shit like that. DVDs. Like, I, don't, I rarely... keep those? I keep them, but I also rarely look at prices, though. Like, you know what I mean? If I'm at a Best Buy, spending 200 bucks on DVDs doesn't hurt me. Whereas, like, spending 30 bucks on a meal would, would mortify me. See, it doesn't... Something in my brain doesn't fire right. Like I was talking to my dad about this. I got my fish ticket for New Year's and they were two hundred and fifty bucks. I bought my ticket for one, four nights. That's a lot. Fifty, 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 and sixty. Okay. Fifty bucks a night's not a lot for a country ticket, is it? Yeah, but I mean it's the same group every night. Yeah, but different they have five hundred and forty original songs. So you don't hear you you don't hear once you never hear you've never ever heard one song. Two nights in a row, let alone one yeah. song within a month of each other. So it's like every single fish show is literally. But I know people who have every single fish, who download every single show. I mean, I do now. I listen to. I mean, and it's not like I haven't heard these songs in person a thousand times. Mm-hmm. It's just they're different each time. You speak to your friends. Oh my god, did you hear the fucking uh, the NICU from two weeks ago? Like people single out certain performances mm-hmm. of certain songs and stuff. So there's that. But regardless. I bought my t- my concert tickets, and then I did that before I looked for plane fare, which was retarded. <laughs> so then I get on to fucking the internet, and I look for plane fare, and this is the reason these shows aren't selling so well. It's like $900. Because it's holidays. Because it's the holidays, yeah. right? So I'm like, oh, my fucking God. I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? So I called, <laughs> I called my dad for advice like I do in those situations, and he's like, well, what are you going to do? I'm like, I can't eat $250. He's like, I'll sell the tickets. He's like, but no, but I, I could, which is what I'll tell, I'll cut to that. But, um, he's like, no, that's not what you do. What you do is, he's like, no, that's what you do. Why would you, you're not going to spend $900 on plane tickets to, to go see a concert, right? And I was like, dad, I would rather spend $2,000 on a plane ticket than eat that 250 bucks. That's ludicrous. That's the way my mind works. I need something for my money. 
I can't give if I had not gone to if I had bought those tickets and not gone and somehow like got stuck with the cost of those tickets, I wouldn't have been able to sleep at night. <laughs> I can't get that's why I don't gamble. That's why I don't go to strip clubs. I can't give my money away. I hoard it like a fucking it's it's retarded, but it, it that's what it but, is. But what you would be doing is paying fifteen hundred dollars for a, a concert. Yes, but it would I would have justified it in my mind at that point. Like I, w- I wouldn't have been able to justify to have justified the not going and had having spent. So money. what are you doing? What I did do? Well, I mean, cut to a long story short, I found a ticket from Vegas for fucking four hundred twenty bucks round trip nonstop. So you're gonna drive to Vegas and fly? Drop off my dog. Uh, okay. Oh, okay, so it worked out anyway, and it's cheap. I mean, that's the regular price it would cost to get from LA to Miami. Um, what also happened in that story is though, I I initially did the lottery they call it, where mm-hmm. Fish does a lottery where they get tickets first, and I got all four nights in the lottery, but I got horrible seats. So I was like, uh oh, uh oh, and then the Ticketmaster goes on sale, and I'm like, and I've already spent 250 bucks at this point, Jesse, just for shits and giggles. I'm like, let's see, I try to get New Year's sold out. I'm like, oh. Try to get the other night sold out. I'm like, all right, good. At least I got tickets. Then they have this thing on Ticketmaster, a four day pass though, for 250 bucks. Like I got, you get all four nights. So I'm like, let's just see for shits and giggles. I click the four day pass. Floor seats are available, which means not only is it not sold out, but I can be like 10 feet away. <laughs> tickets that would go for 500 dollars in the next coming weeks. Because you've already spent 250. Yes. On- so at this point, I have very, I have two minutes ticking on the Ticketmaster clock. It's very like a movie, dude. And I've got a, I got a split decision to set, uh, split second decision to make. I'm already 250 in the hole. Do I spend another 250 to, to to secure my ideal seats to remove all pressure? At this point, I because before I was sitting behind the stage on the top level on New Year's because the where they're, the they're doing it 360 to allow oh, the, as many okay. people as they can. So a lot of the seats are obstructed. You can't even see the yeah. fucking band. That was gonna suck. So I'm like. Do I spend another 250 bucks, get amazing seats, but then be possibly again 250 mm-hmm. in the hole? What do I do? I fucking do it. <laughs> so now I'm 500 in the hole, and I've got four amazing seats and four horrible seats. Why don't you sell the four horrible seats Check. for like 150? Mm-hmm. The story continues, Jesse. The plot thickens. I've had a busy couple days. At that point, I decided, now I'll, I'll clue you folks into something I'm not proud of. I don't t- – for some reason, I live, in a, I live in a community with, like, dog walks, yeah. and, and, and they're well-maintained, my, my building, meaning, like, uh, if you throw a cigarette on the ground here five minutes later, it's not there. There's, mm-hmm. there's an army of, of helpful, friendly gardeners and stuff like that. When I take my dog to these dog walks, uh, they're wooded areas or whatever, you know, there are bags everywhere, and there's little dogs, and there's shit everywhere. This is a dog walk. I don't typically pick up after my dog, which is horrible to say. Okay. When I was $500 in the hole, I made a decision. I was like, all right, I need to get karma back on my side a little <laughs> bit in this situation. I was like, what's one thing I can do? One thing I use, one thing I've already, the one thing I karmically do anyway for upkeep is when I'm at a supermarket, I return the cart. Okay. That's like my big thing. That's like my charity in the world. I understand that. That's why I'm just baby steps to becoming a normal human being. <laughs> the second – so now I decided, okay, I, I want this situation to work itself out somehow. So I'm going to start picking up after my dog. So I, 
One day goes by, I pick after, up after helmet after he shits twice, you know, good on me. Second day goes by, we go to the park and I forget a bag and I'm so OCD about this and I'm like, fuck, I rip a portion off of a garbage bag from a garbage can and I pick up a shit with that. So I'm like, I need to fucking pick up his shit from now on. For shits and giggles, I throw my tickets up on StubHub for face value. Now, tickets at this point from scalpers are going for $1,000 a ticket, $800 a ticket. I'm like, let's see what happens if I put them up for literally the exact cent mm-hmm. I bought them for. Within 20 minutes, I had sold all four tickets. I broke completely even. Karma's a motherfucker, and I stopped picking up after my dog. Because I won. No, I'm kidding. I still pick up after him. But that would be a fuck I don't up. believe in karma. I don't believe in shit. I believe in karma now, dude. I, believe, I actually do believe in karma. If you want to get into weird, heady shit, Jess. I feel like this is weird to talk about. Uh, whatever. Well, no, it, I mean, um, if karma is real, then why does so much bad shit happen to good people and good shit happens to bad people? Because it's not like it's drawn to you. It's it's the luck of the... It's it's. I don't think... Um, then it's coincidence. It's not karma. No, I don't... I, here's the way I look at it, man. And we've got into this before about my views in life. I think everything is energy in that very stoner, hippie kind of way. Like every other fucking stoner hippie would say. I just believe life is governed by energy. There's no such thing as a soul. There's no such thing as heaven or hell. But everything is a giant energy field. When we die, the energy gets released. We become one with it. Blah, 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 blah. I actually think it's electrical energy. I've gotten like specific with this on people and talk. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not – I don't have the words right, but I'm not far off. Like when a battery dies, there's a charge in a battery, right? Like a spark, mm-hmm. a double-A battery. When that battery dies, that charge leaks out of the battery. It's um, it's 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 a reaction. It's I forget. Um, I can't think of the right word for it, but it's it's energy in motion. Like like, there's a, there's a vault. Oh, there's a fucking discharge almost. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, human beings. Uh, if you look at like our nervous systems as their electrical responses and the synapses and stuff, and we're governed by water and stuff, then who's to say that most of our um bodily functions aren't electrically governed somehow who's to say that the soul isn't our electrical spark and when we die what if what happens to a battery happens to us that spark mm-hmm. gets released so that would be the soul but instead of getting released to heaven it gets released into the giant field of energy where it comes back down and goes around and all that you know what i mean okay so that's reincarnation and all that i believe in that now on the karma front i also believe that you exude a certain type of energy. If you're a really, really, really negative person, you could feel it, right? Yeah. Have you ever walked into a room with someone who you're like, whoa, I got bad vibes mm-hmm. off that dude? You know what I'm talking yeah. about? And that's like a hippie, new agey thing, but people say it all the time. I get v- bad vibes. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm saying. There's, you can perceive energy almost. It's I, not karma. Well, here's my thing. It's not karma, but I think... Positive energy begats positive energy. If you're putting out positive energy, you're going to attract positive energy back to you like a battery. I still don't see that. I, I mean, I, it's sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy, but it's not karma. It's it's not like if you do something good, something good is going to happen. No, I mean, but I think it's if, no, but I think it's if you do good things, the chances are good things will probably. Well, if happen. you're a positive person, you can look at the positive things of whatever. Happens. But I'm not talking about like the secret and that stupid shit because that's what you're getting into I don't with know that. About that. That's like I had cancer and then I thought to myself, I didn't want to have cancer, and then I didn't have cancer. Oh, no, and Oprah's like, yeah, no, that's bullshit. what the secret is. They will themselves. It's no, like your life that. is governed by your thoughts, which is retarded. What I'm saying is though. If um, if, if someone tries to be positive at all points, and and then positive things will then therefore come back to them. You know what I mean? It's 
Yeah. But positive is not the same thing as as karma. Well, well, I don't think karma has anything to do with goodwill. I think karma. I think we put a moral stance on it, like we do with everything else. I, I think karma is just being true to yourself. Almost, it's just um, just trying not to hurt other people. Maybe yeah, maybe it is goodwill then. Yeah, just trying not to be, affect anyone else negatively. But that doesn't mean that nothing negative is going to happen to you. No, it doesn't. Nec- it, of course, it doesn't mean that, but. It means you'll be more perceptive to the good things, maybe, and that's why it seems like more good things happen. Yeah, I believe. So yes. maybe that's why we have a misguided idea about karma, but there is some truth to it, maybe. You know what I mean? Okay. If you I spend your day that. being a negative hate monger all the time, you're never going to be happy. No. Nothing good will ever happen in your life. Even if something good, you wouldn't see it. Right. Because, you know what I mean? Perception. I, yeah. Perception, Jesse. I see Perception. Just like people are going to perceive that you're still in the room with me in a few months, <laughs> but you won't be, right? <laughs> Nah, okay, podcast I mean, magic. Twenty three hundred miles away. I will. I will come stop by mobile though at one point this year. I'm gonna drive cross country this year. Where are you going? Probably Miami. Well, then why did you buy the tickets? Why didn't you just drive? It's too much for this one. I thought about it. I, for this trip, it would have been too much. Next, when I don't have a time constraint, I'm gonna do a road trip because I would. Um, you want to honestly? Well, I don't know why I didn't drive because he's not ready to go on a road trip that far yet. You wouldn't have to take him. I would, though, because I can't leave him with the dog parents for another fucking <laughs> month. You know what I mean? There's a big difference between watching him for four nights while I fly in and out of Miami and watching him for 12 nights yeah. while I drive across the country. I've they already watched him for now yeah. 36 months, days. Yeah. You know what I mean? Combined. Like, I can't. I'm not cool with that anymore. I feel like I'm not offering. 36 days. It's a lot longer than 36 days. Oh, excuse me. You're right. Yeah. Three months and then another spell of four days when I went to fish. <laughs> so you're right. Yeah. I just uh, I don't want to burden them with that. But but meanwhile though, I will. I I'm planning on coming across country at some point. I'm gonna do my big one this year. I think. What, what's your big one? We take like a month off and do a month off of what? <laughs> Staying in my apartment. <laughs> I told my brother when I when I first second I saw the plane ticket. I called my brother and I'm like, I'm staying at my brother's apartment in Miami during the fish. Okay. And I was like, dude, plane tickets are crazy. I might drive there. Can I bring my dog? He's like, no. I'm like, why not? He's like, just leave him with your friends. I'm like, I can't leave him with them for two weeks. He's like, what two weeks? I'm like, that's how long it would take. He's like, I'm glad you have two weeks to drive around across the country. <laughs> He's like, some of us have things to do. I'm like, fuck you, Nick. My ninth, my tw- 21, man. My brother just turned 21. Legal. He's, he's illegal now. I think he turned 21 like uh, two weeks ago. My brother's ridiculous. Without giving family secrets away, my brother's ridiculous. I get this call about once a year. Hey, Matt, um, I lost my fake ID or something. Now it won't happen anymore. <laughs> but so can you mail me your license or something? Like, and A, I look nothing like my brother. B, I'm like 300 pounds in my fucking license photo or 200 something. And C, what the fuck would I do without a driver's license? And I always bring up all three of these points. And he always says, the third one, you can use your passport. I'm like, fuck you, you can use your passport. I'm going to send you my license so you can... So the, well, I just brought that up because he called me two days before his fucking birthday. He's going to Vegas for his 21st birthday. He called me. He's like, I forgot to bring my fake ID. Can you give me your license? I'm like, wait 48 fucking hours this time. You can't have my license. You cannot have my driver's license to go drinking for a day extra before you're fucking legally allowed to but drink. But if you know you're going to Vegas, wouldn't that be a very important thing to remember? I mean, I don't, I don't know. He's fucking he's stupid kids, man. 21. Do you remember where you what you were doing when you were 21? Yeah. Yeah, you were getting fucking married. I was no, I was sitting at home. I didn't do shit. No, I actually went to golf shows on my 21st birthday. To golf shows? 
<laughs> Gulf Shores, it's like the beach. The uh, you, you told me about that. If I were to do an impression of you, you just said this. Gulf Shores. Gulf Shores. Gulf Shores. Gulf Shores. Gulf Shores. Gulf. I like Gulf. that. Gulf. Hey, man. <laughs> you go to the Gulf. I like Well, that. how do you say it? Gulf. Gulf? Yes, Gulf. G-U-L-F. Gulf. How, how do you say Gulf? Golf. 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 Uh, the way, how do you say golf? Golf. That we're saying it the same exact way. No, you're saying golf. Golf. I say golf. But that's not a word. But if Why would I say that? <laughs> how do you say fucking ishkabibble? Like, without, you just ruined your argument. Uh, golf and golf. Okay. There's golf and golf. Golf, golf and golf. But you're not pronouncing the L in either. Golf? Okay. Pre- pre- the rain in Spain <laughs> falls. The rain in Spain falls mainly on the plain. Golf. Golf. <laughs> oh, man. What's funny is if I went to fucking where you were from or whatever, they'd all be doing it to me. Except with guns to my head, right? Why would they have guns to your head? Don't they? I don't know, because they don't like me down there. They don't know you down there. I'm, I'm Equinsu Ocha. Who? Equinsu Ocha, the white devil. Ace Ventura, when nature calls. Uh, you remember the, the African yeah. pronunciation? Equinsu Ocha. Equinsu Ocha. You saw that movie fucking a million times. Oh, wow, Adebisi's yeah. the king, I think. No, it's a, it's a fat guy. Adebisi's in that movie, I feel like. No? I don't think so, Tim. Who's Tim? Is that a home improvement yeah. reference? Wow. Every time I say I don't think so. Enjoy Alabama. <laughs> I do, I do one of those, but I do pass the, I pass the mic, Craig. You get that? No. It's a Friday reference when fucking Ice Cube is bogarting the joint. Pass the mic? He says pass the mic, Craig, meaning like he's just standing on it like it's a fucking microphone. I don't remember that. I've said that a hundred times. I don't remember that. You know, I'm, I don't watch many TV in a lot, shows. And I'll tell you what, in a lot of stoner circles that I've been in, Craig gets brought. When someone's not doing something right. They call him Craig. They call him Craig, yeah, almost automatically. I'm not. Pass the blunt, Craig. <laughs> I'm not much into TV shows, but I found one that's fucking amazing. What's that? Big Bang Theory. It's funny, right? It's really funny. Sheldon is fantastic. I know. Here's the thing. I should love it because it's it's right on, man. It's yeah. it's It's accurate, too. If you look in the background, it's not, like, fake shit. It's, like, DC Showcase mm-hmm. stuff. Like, they've got a comic book consultant on that yes. show. Like, he made a Green Lantern reference once that blew my mind. I'm like, oh, my God, that's an actual reference. <laughs> like, not a weird cast-off, like, joke. Oh, they do comics, movies, cartoons, everything. I should love it, but it's still a fucking network sitcom, so it still feels cheesy to me. I can't I can't get behind a show with a laugh track. I don't see how it's still going. I don't see how it has a fucking People audience. love it. I love it. I didn't Geeks, know that I loved it, but I love it. The Geek Revolution, Jesse, which you're going to sadly miss for for a month. Why am I going to miss it? Because you're going to be in Alabama. Alabama. But you, you were at the forefront of it. Me and you are riding a crest right now. It's just because there's more of a population. I'm talking about, I'm talking about, bagged and boarded will, will arguably never be the same. That's not to say that it won't be better. But what we have going right now is a good thing. So you're leaving that, Jesse. I'm sorry. You fucking son of a bitch. Can't help it. And I'm going to do my best to replace you with people more talented and funnier. That's cool. In the interim. And then when you come back, everyone will be like, um, yeah. Doesn't Jesse have stuff to do? <laughs> like, isn't Jesse trying to set up that life? No, dude. We, we will definitely be missed. And um, let's do a little housekeeping then. Why not? Before we get back into really? some good conversation. Yeah. Why not? I don't really want to talk about it. You know, I kind of came over here to forget it. 
I mean, we gotta kind of fucking mention it. Not, no, I'm not gonna get into your. No, not that. Talking about my end of it for a minute. Okay. I want you can fucking plug your ears for all I care, little boy. I'm talking to the listeners. All right. All right. Viewers. The the viewing audience, (laughs) listeners or viewers. If you saw the latest YouTube video, which is about to be what I'm talking about, um, Jesse's leaving us for a indiscriminate amount of time. Um. He's got to fucking get a job, get his life set up, understandable. So in the month or two, we're, we're thinking that Jesse will not be around. I will be spearheading the show, which is not a racist remark. <laughs> Though it sounds like it. Um, I won't. Uh, so I, I, I got the show. I got the rain. So what I, what I thought that might be fun is to... um. Uh, like we talked about, hit you with hit you with a few new segments every week. You know, keep it entertaining. Some songs, some little uh, comedy sketches, maybe a little bag aborted masterpiece theater, which has been recorded and Jesse got a sample of. Dude, fucking yeah! I'll give you a hint. You can stuff attack this cluster. Oh. <laughs> um, a little bit of that new segment I'd like to premiere with your folks' help is um, I gotta think of a name for it. So that it's not officially named yet. I should be quicker on my feet, but yeah. uh, it's early. Uh, no, it's not. I, it's, it's early in some parts of the world. In yeah. Singapore, it's like so early right now. <laughs> rants, folks. We rant a lot. Me and Jesse, pretty much that's all we do. Is um, I think I do it more than him, but we, we're both prone to it. I yes. think it's a geek thing to do. Uh, you know, a geek rant. When you, you're passionate about something, it could be good, it could be bad. You could love something and rant about it. You can hate something and rant about it. Just that kind of unbridled geek passion is what I'm talking about. You know, if you care so much about a comic book or a movie or a TV show or or whatever whatever it is you care about, a fucking uh, an idea, um, a type of bird. If you love quails, what geeks do you? If you hate quails, I guarantee you, there's no bird watchers listening to this. You might be wrong, folks. If you're a bird watcher. (laughs) Uh, please call us in. So anyway, um, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, you know, Jesse's passionate about Martin Scorsese. At the same point, he hates, what do you hate? Me. Uh, I'm passionate about, um, marijuana. I hate, uh, Jesse. So you know what we're talking about. And we could rant about those things for hours, and we have. So it's your turn to rant about some things you love or hate. So what I am offering is the following. You folks, if you are so technologically inclined... Um, maybe you do it if you have an iPhone. You're one of those cats. The audio recorder on there is is great for this. If not, maybe you have a microphone or I don't know how you do it. You call yourself and then record it on your computer. I don't with the MP3s. I don't know what you kids do nowadays, right, Jesse? Right, right. Um, record yourself ranting about something. You know, maybe keep it keep it under three minutes. Sounds fair. And send that MP3 file to bagdeboarded at gmail.com again that email address as always is bagdeboarded at gmail.com Jesse you look like a fucking lost puppy right now we'll get we'll get to you in a minute sir don't you worry you're still in the room yes I am I know oh are you I'm, I'm, am I offending you no not at all oh I'm sorry I'm just letting you do your thing oh thank you dude <laughs> um, send your mp3 to bagdeboarded at gmail.com and every week sans Jesse which means without you yes okay uh <laughs> I'm a dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm curious how they're putting all this together when you keep segueing into other shit. I mean, so, okay. Send a rant MP3 <laughs> less than three minutes to bagboarded at gmail.com. And every week that Jesse's not here, I will pick one rant out of the entries 
to be included on the show. So there, Dude, what if you get like a hundred? That's three hundred minutes. You're gonna have to sit down and listen to rant. I mean, use entertaining subject lines. That's all <laughs> I can say. If that's the case, be like free porn and drugs inside, or like Matt, wanna fuck, and then totally fool me with a rant, but but get me hooked on that sinker. Anyway, so we got that going on. Some other announcements. We're gonna, I'm gonna be bringing in some guests. Guest hosts, guest co-hosts, slash interviews. Because, I mean, there's a thing. Don't call them interviews. Some of them are interviews. I mean... Interviews are boring. Okay, so not interview. Chats, guest yes. chats. Here we go. <clears throat> um, when this show started off, uh, I didn't know what the format of it would be, but I, I foolishly envisioned something a little more of a traditional radio show with bits and background music and segment. And if you listen back to the first two, I think we do have background music. And sound effects. Until <laughs> you got tired of doing it. Until I got tired of doing it. But that was what I thought a podcast was. Now I've learned the opposite, that the thing that works is just, in, in my opinion, at least straight conversation. That's what's compelling, you know? So in an effort to maintain that um, aspect of Bagged and Boarded, I'm going to try to get at least 45 minutes of conversation a week and then maybe 15 of other segments. But so the bulk of the show, until Jesse returns, will still be me sitting down and chatting with other people. The people just will happen not to be Jesse. Um, we've got some cool folks lined up to, to sit in with us. Uh, I don't know if I, if I should tease any. Uh, probably not in case they cancel. Yeah. yeah. It's a good idea. But, but needless to say, I will, I will, I will, I will super tease them then. How about that? How, how are you doing? We've that? got, I've got a, a I've got, a, <laughs> yeah, I've got a French tickler <laughs> and a black mamba. No, I have got, uh, Oh, a friend of my, uh, a friend of ours, who is knowledgeable about all things, might be stopping in. Uh, another friend who is a, a, I don't even know who you're talking about. A, exactly, super hints. Another, so you can't tell, but you get excited. Another friend who is a comic book writer and a screenwriter might be stopping in. Um, another group of of folks you may know from something blank tube. Uh, a popular a popular group from the blank tube fill in the blank uh, and they've got a new movie coming out just hints though you can't you didn't really cough movie no. that's how I cough <coughs> movie <laughs> you never heard me cough in real life you're not coughing you're just I take a, I take a bong head I'm like movie well okay yeah. Movie. There yeah, we go. Okay. All right. So, uh, some dudes who have a, a feature film coming out and what? who a feature film. I'm trying to be obscure so people can't really tell who I'm talking about in case they don't show up. So, film instead of film is you just gave it away. I had people Google searching film, 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 and a lot of them are coming up with phylum, like the scientific classification system. Like phylum? No, like phylum, like genus phylum species. Like, I don't know what that is. You didn't go to school? Yeah, I did for a little while. But I went to school in Alabama. <laughs> All right, so they didn't get into sci- <laughs> they don't get into science there. Um every uh we're we're Homo sapiens of the like everything has a, a gen- um a classification, you know. Yes. Dogs are canis mm-hmm. um I forget what it is, canis ribulus. No, that's 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 a cat. And that's and it's called Felix ribulus. That's a tiger. Whatever. There's oh, genus, genus, phylum, species. There's subcategories of it. Phylum is one of those. I thought you meant phylum like two words. P-H-I-L-U-M. Like, why don't you go file those papers? Why don't you go phylum? Yeah. Well, have you ever said that to someone? 
I, I don't know. I don't think I've but ever been in that. But if I'm and say it, I will say file them. I'll Thank always, you. like, file them. I don't think I've ever been in that situation. So, yeah, regardless of say, we will have, um, starting next week. Yeah, you've been talking about this for eight minutes. Starting next... Stop it, Jesse. <laughs> starting next week, there will be some guests. So, uh, speculate amongst yourselves, you know, uh... Rumor monger, if you will. If you have any guesses who the guest might be from that wonderful description, send uh, send your guest to bagboarded at gmail.com. Or, you know, tweet me and Jesse. I don't know if you kids are into the Twitter. Jesse, are you into the Twitter? A bit. Not really. Not really. I mean, you I do tw- it like once a week. I know, man. It's it's you're, it's it's sad. Why, why is it sad? Oh, I don't have time to because go on here you are, like, doing? like portraying this this geek to the world, and yet you watch sports, and you have a girlfriend slash wife, and you don't, you're not, you don't spend your life on the internet. Like, I don't really think you're a geek, Jesse. Sometimes I question your geek ish. I have geek tendencies. Like you're wearing a fucking Ranger Danger shirt. That's yes, pretty damn geeky. Um, you do have geek tendencies, but I wouldn't say you're a full out geek. It's weird. It's the distinctions are. It's it's an interesting. That's that's almost another podcast entirely in itself. You know what I mean? Hold on one sec. Sorry for the pause, folks. Um, my computer screen went to sleep, and me and Jesse thought the podcast got deleted. I, I would not have stayed for another one. No, neither. I, really? Well, you would have stayed because you're here. Wait, would you not? What you would have? You like this is our last chance to get an in-person podcast. Like you would have? I would have stayed, man. That's only happened to us once. Did it happen? Yeah, first episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you freaked the fuck out. You like, no podcast ever. First try, first episode. We got a full podcast. It got deleted. It wasn't full. It wasn't full, but we got like 20 minutes in, right? Yeah, and then you freaked the fuck out. I freaked out. I was like, fuck it. I don't want to do a podcast. <laughs> I'm like, no podcast. I was ready to email Plume and be like, dude, the podcast is over. I was so, yeah, I, that wasn't, you were like, you caught me, you talked me down. I tried. That was bad. It wasn't as bad as you were making it. I was so... Because there was that fucking regulators joke in there that I wanted so badly. <laughs> I remember, dude. I remember. Regardless, uh, everything is fine. Hi. Um, so there's that. We got guests. You folks can contribute. And then and then you'll be back, right? Eventually? Well, I'll be on the show. I won't be back here. I mean, yes, but you will be a regular part of Vagnum Border again, yes, right? I hope. It's kind of... find somebody better. It's kind of up to you, dude. I mean... If, are you thinking about it? <laughs> I mean, no. It's because it's not like, who's to say that I'm not going to happen on... I, it's, it's, it, the show is me and you. If I mean, if, if yeah. If if suddenly Ben Stiller fucking wanted to pop in and do a podcast with me, I honestly... It's not the same show. I would start Stiller cast or whatever. Zoolander well, Why cast. can't this be Rivers cast? What? I mean, if it, I mean, I mean, I don't... I mean, I'm promoting your other one. You got you got a cast with well you had a cast with Jason Muse you called it Muse cast we still have a cast you're Muse. talking about Stiller cast why can't this be Rivers for cast? fans of Muse cast interesting segue uh sure look for some Muse cast in, in, <laughs> I didn't mean that in the nearish future I mean no thanks Jesse no well, no I, I was just saying you know I mean, some, why be, does everybody some people have busy name? lives not yeah. us but Jason does apparently so <laughs> uh, he's in Europe right now actually. Oh really? Yeah, he's doing a comic con and he's doing not a comic con. Uh, like a, uh, he's doing appearances Some and stuff. Some kind of convention in Germany, of all places. Hi. Was that German? Hi. I don't. That's like Japanese. Like hi. Hi. That's like what karate dudes say. Oh, they say hi ya. No, they go hi. I watched hi. the last dragon last hi. night. I know. Hi. You ever seen that? Yeah. You like it? Nah, it's alright. And I, I, I worked on a flick with the guy who directed it. That's all. I could talk really? About. Yeah. Michael. uh... It's not, it's, 
Michael something. Uh, Sips. Some stuff with this. Michael S. The flick got canceled, though, that we were going to do, but... Um, he uh, did Car Wash. He did Car Wash. He did Cooley High. He, he did Bustin' Loose. He did. You know who I'm talking... Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, I was going to... I was gonna. We'll talk about this off-air, but I, yeah, yeah. I, I was working on a movie that I guy. love Last Dude, I used to watch Last Dragon every day. That was one of my kid films. What was that guy's name? It's Michael's... Black guy. Yeah. I, I, I've met him a few... Fuck, I can't remember the guy's name. He Mike. did Crush Groove. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Really nice guy. He did Crush Groove. Why can't I remember this guy? In the f- I... <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, he did Crush Groove. Um, speaking of Crush Groove, when are you going to crush move to Alabama? Sunday night. Shit, man. Really? Yeah. Leaving Sunday night. That's trippy. You're leaving at night? Yeah, because I want to get out of California at night when there's no traffic and shit. Are you going to cry, you think? I have. Have you cried yet? Honestly, a Sherry? I doubt it. She's happy, I bet, right? Yeah, well, yeah, like I said, I think she's happier than she's letting on. Whoa, does that piss you off? No. (laughs) Yeah, I'm kidding. No, I mean, I I, I get it. Um, is, Is there anything you're excited for? I mean, I mean, it's going back to to my hometown. Back in my hometown. I mean, I think I'll be okay for a few months, but I think... When I love that you just fucking rolled with that, dude. <laughs> I'm going to miss your ass. I think once we get settled and everything turns into, like, a, a, a fucking everyday thing and... I think that's that's gonna hurt me. I think for the first few months when I'm like seeing family for it's the kind first of exciting. Time, it'll be exciting yeah. almost. It'll be like a long vacation. But after everything turns into when you realize the vacation doesn't end, yes. that's when you might get a little bothered. Um, Did you lose something? That's when you should move back. <laughs> move just move back and forth every month. I, I will try that. <laughs> um, so excited to see old high school friends and stuff. Yeah. You got any honeys on the side? Oh, I forgot you're married. Yeah, I'm I, sorry. I'm Why joking. Why <laughs> well, Sherry doesn't listen, right? She doesn't listen, but still. And now she doesn't have that friend from her fucking work who listens either, so we're good. Well, her friend from work will still Do any listen. of your friends out in Alabama know about the show? Yeah. They do? Mm-hmm. Do they listen? My boy Chris has listened to a few. Hey, Chris. Oh, a few. Yeah, I don't think he listens oh, regularly. All my friends. Imaginary friends listen. General Custard. General Custard is your imaginary friend? Mr. Uh, Mr. Flange. Flinch? Mr. Flange. 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 He's an orthopedist. Oh. He's my imaginary orthopedist friend. He listens every every week. Uh, Does he like it? No. Oh. He's a glutton for punishment, but oh. he's a masochist. Uh, he's a really bad orthopedist, too. <laughs> really bad orthopedist. Uh, you know who else is a really bad orthopedist? <laughs> Best fucking segue of all time. Brendo, man, with the Brendo, man. Hey, what's up? Hello, this is Brendan with a very special Brendo Man Minute. Um, I just want to say, Jesse, you're my boy, and I'm going to miss you here in California. I know you're still going to be around on the show, and I'm really happy about that. Um, I was really scared for a while what was going to happen, but now that we know what's going to happen, um, I'm really happy but it's going to be sad not having you around. Um, I know we didn't get to hang out all the time, but when I did hang out with you, it was great. It's been great knowing you for these last couple years. I mean, I'm still going to know you, but it's been great hanging out with you. Um, <clears throat> I knew from the first time we met playing poker that you were a good dude. 
and um, it's been cool. And um, you and your wife will be in my thoughts, sir. And um, I'm sure things will be great for you out in Bama. But we're really going to miss you um, out here. And um, I wish you all the best, man. And um, that's pretty much all I got to say. I mean, it was a, my favorite memory, hanging out with you, um, probably got to be um, well hanging out at your birthday party. That was really fun. Um, drinking some hypnotic and then, um, getting to watch, uh, getting to watch, uh, Black Dynamite this summer was awesome. Um, and, you know, it was a great movie. And now I'll think of you whenever I watch it. And, um, I think that's cool. So I wish you all the best, sir. And, um, hope, hope to see you again soon. Um, take care. And you take care too, Brendo, man. You take care too. That, that made me cry. That was kind of depressing. Yeah. Wow. Very sweet, Brendo. Um, what what can you say about that? Thanks. Yeah, right? I, I mean, mean, I'll try to be back. I mean, I'll try to keep in touch, you know? Do you think you'll ever come back on vacation or anything? I, I hope I come back for work. Like, a, permanently? <sighs> See, would that feel know. weird at this point? What? Coming would coming back would co- would would eventually coming back would that be a victory would that be like a vindication a, a vindicate uh, would you feel like I'm, I earned my way back almost or or not if I came back under the same circumstances so what what circumstances could bring you back here full time I mean if I make a flick in Alabama yeah I mean I wanted to make it in Alabama anyway and then to shop it and sell it here you mean or if it does well then you would move well, if it here does well. I mean, I, I don't know for sure if I would move here, but I, if I could, I would consider it a victory. If it was my choice to live here or somewhere else, is that not the right kind? It is. There's just not a lot of it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I need to make a run. Um, that lawn blower is <laughs> kind of ill-timed. Please well, stop. No, no, there's a lawn mower and a leaf blower. No, that's a lawn blower. I don't think there's a such thing as a lawn blower. Sure there is. I mean, no. No. I don't think so either, but it's horribly annoying, and I'm, I'm sure it's getting picked up on the podcast. I mean, what can we, you want to hang out, to, out, out the balcony and ask him to stop? I mean, it's Jesse's last in-person podcast, you inconsiderate <laughs> lawn blower. Seriously, though. Uh, I mean, we only got like 10 minutes left, but it is it is kind of annoying. Why don't we do this? Um, <laughs> we'll see you in a moment, folks. And that's enough out of the leaf blower. How are you, Jesse? I'm about the same as I was an hour ago. And that's how long we've been doing this for. We, we, we just took a, we just took a short break and watched some movie trailers. Anything stick out to you? Universal Universal Soldier Regeneration, which we didn't know existed until about five minutes ago. What do you think, Jesse? I think Van Damme's fucking up. He thinks Van Damme's fucking up. I think I have zero interest anyway. I mean, it's it's stupid to do that movie after JCVD. Well, why but at the same point, up. it's not like he's getting offered fucking Rob Marshall flicks. So the he guy's got to get paid. The Expendables. Why didn't? Which role? I don't know. They probably would have just been like, all right, here's a new role. Like, it doesn't seem like there really matters in that. But no, I mean, if Mickey is doing it, Mickey's got a resurgence going on. You think that'd be Mickey's a- in it for five minutes? How do you know? It, you saw the trailer. Did you see Have you Mickey, seen the movie? Did you see Mickey in any single scene in the entire trailer except yeah. the one with the motorcycle? Well, no. So that means he's in one scene in the movie. That doesn't mean that. They show enough in a trailer of a movie that if a guy is not... You saw that Mickey's not in a lot of scenes, dude. 
I guarantee you he's in one scene in the beginning of the film. He gives them their motorcycles or something. <laughs> I, I shit you not. Like, it's, it's mostly cameos at film. So you're cool with Van Damme doing like Bloodsport two? I mean, it's it, I'm I'm cool with him being Van Damme. Yes, JC VD was great. I didn't think it would start a wave of Van Damme being coming an undramatic actor. I really didn't. I mean, not a dramatic actor, but I mean, make some. I mean, okay, if you do Bloodsport and you do Universal Soldier and you end up not having a career after that, why are you going to do Bloodsport two and Universal Soldier sixteen? Because he needs fucking he needs to he needs a paycheck every once in a while, man. You know what I mean? But he's doing the same shit. So does Dolph apparently. Dawson's been doing a lot of straight to DVD shit. Well, so does John Claude. That's what John Claude Van Damme does. I mean, JCVD was was a fluke, and it and it was great for a minute, but it's not like it, he didn't seem it didn't turn into any heat for him though. You know what I mean? It didn't really I disagree. Didn't win any awards. We liked it. I didn't really hear any other people talking about JCVD. Man, most people don't know what it is. Most people haven't heard of it. Well, it's a small film. I watched it with my dad when he was here. You like it? Yeah, yeah, he liked it a lot. You don't even know what like what John Claude Van Damme really <laughs> is. You know what I mean? Um, watch that. I just saw a trailer for a movie I'm excited for. Have at it, because I have no interest whatsoever. A French film called A Town Called Panic. Uh, it's a stop motion. It used to be a... Um, they used to do shorts, like a series. It stars a cowboy, a horse, and an Indian. And apparently they made they made a feature. And if you want to get really geeky, I didn't even... I didn't. I spared you with this little factoid, because I knew you had zero interest. But I didn't realize that the voice of horse is Bernard Pivot. I, I don't know how to pronounce the last name. Bernard Pivot. No. Did you ever see Man Bites Dog? Yes. The, the, the serial killer from that movie really? is the voice of the horse. Yeah. That guy's got a huge career in France now. Movie. That guy from Man Bites Dog, that guy is one of the that guy is the Jim Carrey in France, Bernard Poo. <laughs> which I think is fantastic because I love he's the best part of that movie by far, and I love that movie. I love it. The main guy in, in Man Bites Dog. Yeah, the killer. Well, yeah. The killer. Has and since then has a really, really big career in France. He's like yeah. the top comedic actor in France. See, maybe you, I could have showed now. Now you want us to go see a town called Panic? No, no, no. <laughs> French movies are hit or miss, man. Especially French comedies; they've got a weird sensibility. Like their big comedy is, um, you know, Asterix, the comic, nope. the French comic Asterix. It's like Tintin. It's a Viking, the little Viking guy. You've never seen that in your twenty-four years of reading comic books. I remember a Viking in the Sunday newspaper. That's Hagar the yes. Horrible. Asterix is a little Viking guy with two other Viking friends. He's got a long orange mustache. They have it all over Meltdown. The front of Meltdown and then the foreign section. Regardless, they make Asterix movies in France. They're like $200 million giant CGI spectacles. And they're horrible. They're just not funny. French people have a really weird... Have you read the comic? No. I don't read French. So you don't know if the comic is... <laughs> I'm sure it's been translated. Uh, I'm not into those kind of... I was never really into those kind of comics, man. Me neither. I'm into super. I'm, I'm into, into super. I'm into superhero books. When I was a kid, I liked Harvey comics. I still Harvey? passingly do. Yeah, Harvey. Oh, Harvey. Uh, Casper, Hot Stuff. Oh no. Wendy, Little uh, Richie Rich. I I read Archie when I was a kid. You like Vertigo? Vertigo is not really superheroes. It's close though. But I'm saying okay. But I, I, I'm not going to lie, which I actually didn't even think about this. Maybe I would like Asterix because I started picking up books every week that would surprise you. I was like, you know what? I read so many fucking bullshit, like, Darkest Night tie-ins and this tie-ins that, like, I hardly right. enjoy. That I should just start picking up books that look like they would be fun to read. They don't have to be cool. They don't have to be continuity heavy. I'm like, what would make me smile? So I buy, I buy like, um, well, you knew I bought the Muppet books. 
Yeah. Then about a week, two weeks, about a month ago, it extended to I buy Sonic books now. And then last week it started, I buy the Disney books. So I've got like Donald Duck and I've got Mickey Mouse and stuff. I started buying kid books. And you like them? I love them. I love them. Because they're, they're fun. They're, they're, they're well written. They're just fun. They remind me of being a kid. It's the kind of comics I read when I was a kid. Fun little comics. Like, you, you, Mickey. I, I never read comics. Dis, Disney comics, man. I've got fucking. That comic's been going on for longer than Marvel. I mean, that. Disney is. Like, they've been putting out Disney comics since the fucking 40s, I think. Yeah, but they're kids' comics. Yeah, but they're good. I mean, they're fun. I wouldn't know. So I pick up, yeah, I pick up fucking Disney books now. Isn't that funny? Like, I'll show you. Yeah, I got fucking <laughs> Mickey Mouse and, and Donald Duck and stuff, man. Why not? I thought. They're there. You know what I mean? It's Might like. as well. I, that's what I'm saying. You're just dropping money like you don't need it. On comic books, yeah. <laughs> Why not? Like, for an extra three bit, three bucks or whatever the fuck it is. I mean, it's tough for me to not, it's tough for me to make that decision. Rarely I'm in a comic book store where I'm like, uh-oh, an extra three fifty. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll always buy another comic. That's I'm my problem. Right. God, I hope that comic book store is still open in Sarah Lane. In, in where? So it's, it's the next town over. It's quite noisy out today, is. isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> um, if it's not open, what are you going to do? I, I, I don't know. I guess I'll have to mail order my shit, which fucking sucks. Because I won't be able to find new shit. They got to have a comic. Actually, I don't know. When I was driving cross country, dude, remember... Did I tell you this story? It was a Wednesday. In New Mexico or somewhere? I drove yeah. like four hours out of my way to hit the one comic book store in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And I realized at that point, like, there aren't comic book stores in every town. Well, there was quite a few. In, in the early 90s, there used they to all be. shut down. That's when, when I was a kid, there used to be a comic book store in every strip mall, I remember. Yeah. There were mm-hmm. little comic book stores. Now, like, you know, when they I... They don't even sell comics at, like, Walmart and shit no more, do they? I don't know. Do they, do they ever? Yeah, I used to buy comics at Walmart. I remember, they don't have Walmart where I'm from. Oh, really? I thought Walmarts were everywhere. I mean, they're, they're, they're probably on Long Island, but not, like, in my town. I've never been... To, I've been to Walmart once when I went to Vegas on my way to, for the cross-country trip. Walmart is a southern... I loved it. Staple. I loved it. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, you could buy literally everything. Yeah. I'm like, this is the biggest... I'm like, it's the everything store. I was right for my cross-country trip. I'm like, I need batteries and a lock and a tent and Doritos. Hmm. And then, like, they have it all. And shit, you don't even know you needed. I feel bad, like, supporting big conglomerates, but, like, fuck yeah, they had a lot of stuff, dude. I'm, why do you feel bad? Because they put, like, little mom-and-pop stores out of business in every town they come into. Like, that... Oh, yeah. Same with Best Buy, you know what I mean? But there's a reason. I mean, because we're... Because we they don't give us a choice. Well, it's because you can go there and get whatever you want. For cheaper. And, yeah. But I'm saying it's not... It, it's it's capitalism, yes, but it's not, a, yes. it's not a thing to promote because it's putting a lot of people out of business. Everything's becoming homogenized. Walmart, Best Buy. Yeah. You know what I mean? You remember before Blockbuster? Dude, I, I was just talking about that the other night. Yeah, that's you know, what I'm talking about, though. Old fucking movie yeah, that I, you can't I find mean, anywhere. Or new, even before Blockbuster. Like, I remember going to, it was called, like, Suncoast Video. Yeah. Or, or, not oh, Suncoast. Yeah. Suncoast See, no. Great. Not even Suncoast. I, I'm wrong then. It was called, like, Sunshine Video. I'm talking about my local yeah. rental store mm-hmm. that was, Privately like, a block from my house. Shit, yeah. Privately owned. You had to pay your card. They yeah. had all video. I remember they had an adult room in the back. I used to love that shit. Like, like an RST video. Yeah. Like, I, I went to one when I was a kid before mm-hmm. Blockbuster. And then Blockbuster came into town. And I remember, it must ha- it must be how small town people feel when Walmart comes in. You're like, oh my god, it's the greatest thing of all. Yeah. You're like, what convenience and luxury. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, I'll never go to that little place again. And then that little place is out of business a month later. And that guy. Well, I I don't I don't even, I mean, even around my spot, thing. it wasn't Blockbuster in Hollywood. It was DVDs. They didn't, uh, it's over here. No, oh, thank they you. They didn't, uh. They didn't stock up on the DVDs. It was still VHS. So when VHS, oh, see, but okay, that that it's funny because where I'm from, 
There were, I mean, cut, go to five years before DVDs even came out and they were all gone. Oh, Blockbuster took over anymore. entirely. I never, yeah. Like, I remember Blockbuster, I remember Blockbuster way before it was all DVD. Way before yeah. there were DVDs in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, DVDs didn't come out until we were in what, sixth grade? 99, 98, 99, something like that. So, I think 98, so yeah. that would be about sixth grade. Uh, we graduated the same year, right? O two, O two, yeah. Yeah, so we, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we were in, we were in the same grade. That's funny. Yeah, but if if we graduated in O two, you were in ninth grade in ninety eight. That's what I'm saying. That it had to be earlier. I think. I remember having. I remember vividly having DVDs. I had to have been at least. I think I was about fourteen. I must have been about fourteen. Yeah. Now that I think about mm-hmm. it, must have been about fourteen. So I mean, I, laser discs and shit were out, but I never had a laser disc. My parents, my parents never it's got the laser What we had before, the first thing we got was my dad bought my mom for their, their anniversary or something a portable DVD player when it was a really big deal. Yeah. When there were only like five sold in the yeah. world or something, it cost like it's hard to say it now, but it cost like fifteen hundred dollars at the time for a portable. Yeah. Think about it. But that this was when DVD players had just yeah. come out, so we had a portable one. So my house didn't have a DVD player except for the portable one. So I just bring it to my room and, and bring it up to the TV. Not even because I didn't know from that. So I would <laughs> I would watch it on the little screen because I remember vividly. I'm trying to place myself. I wasn't smoking pot yet because I was on vacation in the British Virgin Islands, and I was de- I don't know depressed or I was on some kind of I was on a new antidepressant medication whatever. I remember everyone was on the beach and I would be in the hotel room and I started. To listen to that's when I listened to movies for the first time because I would I remember putting Pulp Fiction in the DVD player, closing my eyes, putting my headphones on, and being able to fall asleep to Pulp Fiction. Yeah. And to this day, I burn movies to my to my iPod. Did you know that? Yeah, you told me you did it with the fucking Spirit, dude. I listened to the Spirit <laughs> so many times this summer on the set of uh, Shoot the Hero in the Winter. Were you even supposed to say that one? I mean, why not? Uh, uh, I, oh, it's been a year. Yeah. Yeah, wow. it's been a year since we fucking went Holy out there, shit. dude. How crazy. This last year has flown. Yes, it has. It's been a year. It's been a year since that movie. Like, what? what's happened in the past year? Dude, Sherry was gone for six months, five months. I was gone for four months. Yeah. Holy shit. Let me think. We got back in, like, January, February, March, April. I was I was gone three months later. Yeah. Wow. This last year has flown. That's fucking crazy. That's creepy, man. Does that bug you out a little bit? Yeah, it does. That, that your last year in LA was kind of. Yeah. Uh, we're both. We both are. Yeah. We both very much are in the same exact spot. Still doing this fucking stupid podcast <laughs> for the jacket. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, dude, a year. It was. It was, uh, it was January though, so it, it's not a year yet. It was December. It was December because I was going for Christmas. We were gone during Christmas. Yeah. We were shooting during Christmas. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. I, I believe you. No, I no, no, no. I came back to work on Christmas. So it was a few weeks before, before Christmas. Yeah. It was like the 12th yep. we started shooting on that movie. Wow, man. Shit, time fucking flies, dude. Um, What have you done since then? Is that, are you bummed out? You know what, man? Maybe that's an indication that it's that it's not a bummer to move back home, man. Because it's like wasted fucking time out here then if you haven't. You know, if you feel like you haven't done anything. I'm just here because I have a dog. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm anchored here. You know what I mean? Like, I live here. I have two. I live here. But, like, you were trying to work here. I hope I don't get car sick. Yeah, I was. Like, I'm at this point, I'm just, at this point, I'm just living. You know what I mean? I wish I could just live. In a, in a fucking stonery way. Stuff. I'm just trying to be, man. I watched a lot of Charlie Manson interviews last night. <laughs> so you're trying to be Charlie Manson? No, I'm not trying to be Charlie Manson. Jesus. But, no, I'm kidding. Have you, 
I mean, we probably shouldn't go to this. Let's go a little bit longer because, you know. Okay. We well, gotta get some food. But... Um, have you ever heard Charles Manson interviewed? Yeah. He's not. Uh, okay. This is all. This is tough. He's not an idiot, but he's fucking crazy. He's crazy, but there's a thin line between brilliance and madness. He says a lot of shit where you're like, wow. Like, that's incredibly perceptive. I don't know if I would say that on a I, podcast. Well, okay. So you identify with Mr. No, Manson? No, not identify at all. But, and here's the other thing with Charles Manson. I, I, I also take, I'm also of the opinion, I mean, this is a really weird place to go. I'm of, <laughs> I'm of the opinion of what a lot of people say and what he says and what a lot of people say to this day um, is that the media built up the legend of Charles Manson, and at yes. best, he was just a thug, a petty car thief, I don't know about drug that. addict. He, he never murdered anyone. No, he did not. He's not a murderer. He's in jail for first-degree murder. That's not, I mean, look, I, the, well, he's every, the all those women who killed the Sharon Tate and the LaBiancas yeah. and all that, they deserve to be in jail and rot for the rest of their lives. Charles Manson, I never, I, still to this day, I never understood the technicality of, of how he went away for that long. Well, it was a conspiracy to he he made it happen. He you, was the leader of a cult. Yeah, but I think that's giving him way too much credit, man. I really do. Like he says, he was a he was a follower. Like, do you think those people would have died if Charles Manson didn't exist? I I, I honestly don't think he targeted specifically those people. I think well, if, no, but any people that died due to that organization. I mean, it's 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 tough. It's 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 a tough distinction. I'm not. I'm look. I'm not trying to say Charles Manson is a fucking good person. No, what I'm saying is though, he's not the monster. He's not the evil monster we make him out to be. And he says it. I mean, if, that's what that's what listening to the interviews. He says it. He's like, I'm whatever you need me to be. No, I believe it's. Uh, I agree that it's overblown a bit. He's he is. We we need so and he because like dude. I mean, and this is like an interview from '82. He's like, you know why I am who you need me to be because I sell fear. He's like, and that's what the media yeah, wants to that, do. Yeah, I saw that, I saw that. And and that's what what happened after 9/11. We became a country of selling yeah. fear, so people would buy, you know, buy this, buy this, buy this to feel safe, to feel safe. <laughs> it's it sounds he's a horrible, crazy person, but he's got a lot of. <laughs> he says a lot of things where you're like, right on, chuckles. Like, and then of course he does like, yeah. he kind of ruins it. But it's his fucking swastikas in his head. I mean, there is that every time. Every time where I'm like, I think he's making a good point. My eyes would wander to the swastika, and I'd be like, oh yeah. I love that one of the interviews. Though, it was it was what Charles Manson looked like in 07. They released a photo, and, and the AP News were like, um. He's balder now. He's bald now, but still has the trademark swastika on his forehead. I'm like, of course he does. What do you think he did? So Erased it? Scar, yeah. It's a scar, you dumb news but reader. How, how old is he now? 74. Wow, he's that old? Yeah. Holy shit. He's been in jail fucking, yeah. About 30 years. Longer than and that in 20 before the murders. He was in jail before For that? 20 years before the murders. He was only out for two years. Charles Manson spent 98% of his life in penitentiaries. I, I read Helter Skelter a while back. He read that's that book. It's about the murder, but that's the one that's written by the lawyer. Yeah, that that apparent the, the fucking snob job guy. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Uh, Bugliosi. Bugliosi, yeah. yeah. That guy apparent. That guy was trying to get famous, yeah. and he did. And he did, and yeah. he made Charlie famous. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what I mean? And what a weird tangent to go off on. I don't know how we started that, but I mean, did you just start thinking about Charles Manson? No, I had said something that reminded me of something Charlie might say. <laughs> Oh, I'm just living. I'm just living, man. I'm just living. Like, that's something Charlie would say, you know? Like, um, here's what's scary. And, like, <laughs> being back into the, the fish scene a little bit, I shit you not, Jesse. 
I've had that com- the conversation that you've heard Charles Manson have with interviewers. I've had with like a thousand hippies on tour. Like Charles Manson is pretty much what a, what your average yeah. stoned out hippie sounds like. The murder shit is a whole other trip. But as far as just like the, sh- the stuff he says about love and fucking, you know, you make your own choices in life, Jack. I just tell you yeah. to love your. That's what fucking kids on Fish Tour will tell you. That's why it's kind of you know what I mean. It's kind of weird, man. That's why a lot of people idolize that dude, though. I don't know if a lot of people idolize like in a Che Guevara kind of way, where he's become yeah. a counter he's become a counterculture icon. Like Che Guevara was a terrible person, in a way. I mean, no, he was a fucking he wanted to he wanted to blow up America, dude. Like, have you seen the flick? Yeah, it's. I mean, I've also read a million books on the dude. Yeah. Like, he was not a nice guy. He was a guerrilla fucking military leader. Like, he was a drug dealer. Like. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think I, I think the kids who wear them on their t-shirts don't know that you know. It's that whole. <laughs> you think they they're wearing somebody they don't know what it stands for. They just say, oh cool, Rage Against the Machine, yeah. cool hippie guy. I don't yeah. think they know what who. I guarantee ninety nine percent of those kids don't know who Che Guevara is or what he stood for or what he did. You know or who he worked for. Yeah, fucking uh, Castro. Yeah. yeah, and the Medellin too. We fucking snuffed that dude out. <laughs> that's like the one time America. I'm sure you can kill that's like the one point. time America was like, "All right, we're gonna kill that dude," yeah. and they, they're like, "You know, how we're gonna do it. We're gonna go there and kill him like tomorrow." Like Saddam Hussein took a minute. We still haven't found Bin Laden. Shane Varro, it seems like they had it an afternoon. You know, or Hitler. Well, we didn't ever caught him. I mean, him. we didn't kill him, but I mean, we tried and we never got him. Well, I know, but we. We said it. We said we were going to kill that guy. Yes, and we never did. I'm saying Che Guevara, we actually got the job yeah. done on. It seems like that that's the one time that a political assassination worked. <laughs> in a, in a, from American history, at least. You know what I mean? We tried to kill Castro a million times. JFK like, worked. With the cigar bombs and shit. You know about that? Bombs we sent cigars? Fidel Castro a box of explosive cigars in like 1960-something. Like, like actually. Really? Yes, 100%. That was one of the ways we tried to kill him. We sent a box of explosive cigars to Havana. It got like, that's, that's like it turned into like Looney Tunes. Yeah. It turned into like Looney Tunes shit, dude. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we're not very good at killing people, <laughs> and yet for some reason, Che Guevara seemed to be pretty fucking easy. That was what the point was. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's fucking funny, huh? Uh, like Looney Tunes, like like wacky wacky uh, cocaine fueled Looney Tunes. You know, we did smoke a lot of cigarettes, Jesse. We had a lot of laughs. What else did we do? We've had some tears. We've seen a lot of movies. I've smoked a fair amount of pot. You've joined in sometimes. Uh, we worked on a movie. We worked at a company. Yeah. Uh, what else? Think of stuff. We, we saw Cheech and Chong. Yes, we did. We saw Morris Day in the Time. That was the night we Before went to. Yeah. Some, we're just doing a little Jesse Rivers, This Is Your we Life. Did, we did watch the time. We saw Morris Day in the Time. What else have you done? What What else will you remember, man? What else would you take away from California? Besides herpes. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I know this is sort of the goodbye episode, but I... I mean, it was a good episode. I don't really want to get down. Now. Get down? No, I mean it is. It's um, you'll be back mad soon, right? Well, I'll be back on the show, but I'll still be in Bama. Not that Bama's bad, but it's just I'll be there. But if not, okay. But it's it's check this, dude. How many people get to have a record of this kind of a moment? You know what That's I mean? That's what my mom keeps telling me. 
She's like, you didn't fail, you know. Dude, we call we call our people Cajuns for some reason. We're not from Louisiana, but I, I'm sorry to interrupt. Go right ahead. Remember the end of the wagon? Yeah, I didn't like it. But remember what I'm telling you. Remember the scene though. When she leaves, or when he when he she breaks his heart or whatever. Yeah. And remember what he says? No. He's like, just stand there for a minute. She's like, why? He's like, because I've never had my heart broken before. And he just stands there for a few seconds, kind of lingers, and then walks away. I'm sure I'll do that Sunday. But it's not that. It, it's that kid. That I love that movie. But it's in that moment, that kid realizing that every life experience, no matter how negative or sad it is, builds to the person you'll ultimately become. Yes, I, I agree with that. You know what I mean? You're fucking 25 years old. This is a bump in the road, dude. Like, so I don't. I don't think. Talk about what you'll miss, man. Talk about fucking leaving Cali. Give the give, you know, leave your little make this like a time capsule for the world. So when years later, when you when you when you think about your time spent here or you're laughing about it or whatever, you can always listen back to fucking Bag of Boarded Thirty Nine well, and hear what you were feeling in the moment. It's not really missing anything. I mean, I miss you. I miss Brendo. Uh, I mean, I'll it it's 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 more of a I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's like, Try. I mean, I left. I left Bama almost three years ago, and when I'm coming back, I'm. I'm. You thought you'd be coming state. back a success. Nah. Yes, I hoped that I would be coming back as a success. I thought I would be coming back as something more than I am. But what is that? What, how do you define yourself? You're coming back as fucking you, dude. Like, you but no. But I mean, I'll probably be going back to Bama and have the same fucking kind of job that I had when I left, making the same kind of but money, that's living not the same true. kind of life. It, it's possible. It's probably anything is possible, but yeah, but so so fight it, fight against the fucking dying of the light, then, man. Well, I'm Don't going let to that try, fucking happen. But as of now, it's kind of fucking sucks. Okay, so what do you take? What 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 positives are you going to take away from your time here? Well, I've grown. I mean, I've got some experience. I kind of kind of know more. I'm smarter. I know what I'm doing. I I just got to find a way to put it to use there. So it's a challenge, thing. if yeah. anything. So you shouldn't look at it like a punishment. You should look at it like a challenge. I, didn't, I never looked at it as a punishment. I looked at it as a failure. But it's but it's so tough to define that fucking word, dude. Like what? If you okay, if you have a goal and you don't. What was your goal? You fail to work in film. That's it. I mean, I, I guess I did work. In you did, film, but <laughs> I mean, there you go. You met your goal. Well, to make a career in it already, to have started already. I mean, maybe not directing tomorrow. But to know that, okay, well, this job is over. I'll have another film job coming up in the next month or two. I won't be driving trucks. But you never tried. Yeah, well, I gave resumes and shit. Yeah, but you just tried to write. Yeah, well, that was my intention. I understand that, but, but it's not like you were going out trying to fucking PA and be a cameraman or, like, get gigs and shit. You weren't trying to... I couldn't be a cameraman, but... You didn't even try to PA. Yeah, I did. You did? I mean, whenever something... I, with the, I tried to work with the school for a while. Uh, that didn't fucking. What I'm saying is, out. it doesn't. It doesn't. And the, I, um, I understand that. Yes, it, it, it's got to suck to move anywhere. And in your mind, you built it up like something. But I don't see a foreseeable difference in your day to day life, man. As far as what you want to do and creatively, I don't see that changing. Because it's not like that's true. it's not like you were working, yes. you were going to the that's studios true. and taking meetings and working on films or doing this. You were writing and you were you were doing the, the the that step of the process. So I don't think being in California makes it any easier, dude. Like we've been here with scripts and look, what, and has anything happened? Nothing. 
That, but that's what I'm saying. So, so why is that negative? If anything, it's me, it's, it's you going, oh, I could get a thousand dollar plane fare from LA to fucking Miami, but I can get a four hundred dollar one from Vic. <laughs> it's you saying, look, I can get the same thing, but for cheaper. It's, it's going, look, why, why live in one of the most expensive cities in the world if you're not utilizing yeah. that city? And you're not utilizing right. that city to your own, to your, to your own. Yes, you would have liked to have been. I would have liked to have been fucking, you know what I mean? I don't even know. Fucking the king of a... Yeah, or no, I'm trying to think of something realistic. On SNL or something, you yeah. know? That would have been a cool life dream of mine. <laughs> but but you can't... I Like, when I my first year out here, dude, I was I was all down on myself. I think we talked about this a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. And then I realized the, the thing that opens it up is is time. It's a long-term business, man. See, I think that's my problem. I, I am you can't, the most impatient person. I know, bro. Yeah. I know you are. But that's the thing. It's the most long-term business in the yeah. fucking world. Look at all. Most filmmakers only really start hitting their stride in their 40s. You know? Think about most of the directors in the world. They're probably above the age of 40. Well, now. Always, though. It's a, it's a, it's a refilling population of directors, but the, uh, most working filmmakers are older than us, man. And it doesn't really... Uh, You've got to put... Look at Paul Giamatti. Look at Philip Seymour Hoffman. Look at fucking... You know what I mean? Look at Apatow. Yeah. Apatow was 45 before anything fucking happened, man. You know, look at... um, It's... uh, it's, I mean, Jude, let's, let's get stupid. Bring it back to fish. Well, you know nothing about fish, right? But you've heard of them. Yeah. You probably only started hearing about them in like 1994, maybe. Even if that, if you were that young. You didn't. But that's when people did. And then all these articles came out about this overnight sensation, overnight phenomenon, fish. And one of the great quotes is Fishman goes, if 14 night, if 14, uh, 14 years of trying to make, 14 years of overnights, I guess the last overnight means we make it. Yeah. Like fish would have been a band for fucking since 1982. They didn't really get known until 94. And yet now they're one of the biggest rock bands of all time. It takes some time to establish yourself, man. It's not going to happen well, overnight. I mean, that's kind of, it's, it's, it's not so much of leaving California and living in Alabama as much as I'm afraid that by going back to Alabama and getting a job and you know staying at home and shit like that, that it'll stop you it'll from writing. Stick. It won't stop me from writing. So then, what that. does it matter? Because it wasn't like you were making money. You're a living off of screenwriting. Well, no, but I, I was, I was around it. I, I felt really. Like, like shit was moving. Nothing Do you really moving. feel like shit's moving around here? Yeah. With what? You, well, you haven't been to Bama. I guess compared to yeah. that, but I mean, in, <laughs> in our lives, if yes, it feels like shit's moving for everyone oh, not else. For me, for everyone yeah. else, shit's moving. Yeah. Big fucking deal. That that inspired that. If anything, that would depress me and make me want to like get away from there. Why wouldn't you want to go to a place where you can hone your craft, not be? What you just said, not be caught up in the rat race, which is the biggest mm-hmm. problem out here, and it's, which is why I think people burn out as quickly as they do. They come out here thinking, I got to make it now. I got to be the biggest star right now or I'm a fucking failure. And they, and they burn out because they try so goddamn hard. You know what I mean? Or they set such such expectations and limits on themselves. They go, if I'm not famous by the time I'm 25, it's over. Or if I'm not, if I don't sell this script, it's over. If I don't get this job, it's over. It's such a subject. I mean, dude. If you if you if you honestly in your heart what you really want to do is is be a screenwriter then it doesn't matter where the fuck you are you know that it's not like you were fr- it's not like you were fucking going over to have lunch at the Ivy 
with fucking uh, uh, Spielberg and Kat Geffen and shit. You know what I mean? It almost didn't matter that you lived here. And not in not in trying to yell at you or negative anyway. Um, stop it. Uh, <laughs> in the in the sense that like it's almost arbitrary where we live as writers. As aspiring screenwriters, it is almost arbitrary where you live. Now, if you were in the steps, if you were at a point in your life where you knew a ton of people and you had an agent yep. and you were taking meetings and you were doing this and trying to shop it, yes, then you need to live in L.A. But if you're just some unknown spec screenwriter trying to email, you know what I mean? Cause it, I know, man. I'm just afraid of the unknown. I mean, it's not unknown where I'm going, but it's unknown what is going to happen. I would think it's the opposite. I think it's known there. Hey, look, if you... If, your whole thing is you're gonna you're gonna have to get a job, obviously. Yeah. Like you had a job here, so it was the same thing as it is here. You'd have a job and you would write in your spare time. You're never gonna stop trying to write, right? Money woes won't be as bad. Boom. That that <laughs> might that might free that might make you happier, dude. Um it's cheaper. Alabama just you heard the, about the tax. You yes. heard the rebate. So boom. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be some filmmaking going on in Alabama now. You know, it's it's not I definitely don't wouldn't 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 look at it like a goodbye California. You're better than me in any. Oh no 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 no. It's I mean it's a personal thing. I I don't want to say I don't care about California, but I mean it's I don't like like when you say if I could live wherever regardless of money and jobs or whatever. I don't know. It, it's not the location to me. It's what I'm doing. So then for that reason, it shouldn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter where I am. It matters what I'm doing. So, I, just, I just that's what I'm saying. I hope I don't go back to Alabama. So watch and turn this, my head. Yes, but aren't you kind of him here, just in a different place right now? But you're, I'm striving to be more. I don't want to get back and get complacent. And, and I don't think I don't think you ever get complacent. But at the same point, I uh, I I just it's hard to say. Uh, like here, you were working a nine to five. Mm-hmm. And you weren't working in film, and yet for some reason you didn't consider that as failing. But moving back is failing, you know. It was like well, in your mind, as long as you were here, there was always a, a, some chance, yes, some miracle that's chance. Kind of what it was. Yeah. But it doesn't for a screenwriter. What were you going to get discovered? Some guys <laughs> like, oh my god, you're gorgeous. Do you write? It's not know. Lana Sh- Turner, at Schwab's or whatever, you know. Like, uh, if if. And you're not the type of person to, to, to fucking go out and schmooze and party and network no, and try to build up contacts and try to fucking star fuck and all that. So this town isn't for you. That's, if you do want to be a screenwriter here, that's what, that's what this town has to offer. Yeah, I can't do that. That's the leg up it can get you. So if you're not going to do that, why the fuck would you want to be here? Why wouldn't you want to be with your family and your friends and your fucking, you know, uh, I don't know, man. Like, it just seems like a lonely life out here. You're lucky you got your wife and shit. And I got my dog now. But, like, if I didn't, if I wasn't batshit insane, this town would have wrecked me in a week. <laughs> it's lonely as fuck if you, if you leave your whole life behind and come out here and then, and then, and then you're faced to go up against a monster that is a fucking industry and no one's calling you back. No one's taking your resume. I mean, it's depressing as fuck. You just gotta spin it in your mind, man. Well, I hope it's I'm going back to, to perception. Yeah. Like we said way earlier, it's all going back to perception, you know? It's, um, Who's to say that? Wouldn't it? Who's to say that that maybe it was L.A. that was keeping you a fucking failure, and then when you get back to Alabama, all of a sudden it'll be the most creatively the happiest person on the. And you might you might suddenly start a fucking cottage film industry and be the biggest shit in town. Cottage. Yeah. It's a term for small. Oh, I thought you meant 
like we live on cottages. No, cottage, <laughs> cottage, co- cottage industry means like a small, um, self-sustained. Thank you for that vocabulary lesson. No worry. I appreciate it. I mean, I try. I'm just trying to get you a little learned before you go back to Alabama and forget vent nouns and stuff. I think I actually had a larger vocabulary in Alabama. <laughs> really? It's diminished over the past. Because well, a lot of that because they were fake years. words. <laughs> I'm going to the Gulf. They were words that only existed in Alabama. That's why you had a large vocabulary because there's like eight words for fucking cow. <laughs> we call it a cow. We call it a moo cow. We call it a beefin. We call it we call it a dog with horns. Cows don't have horns. Some dudes. Bulls have horns. Yeah, we call them cow bulls. <laughs> we call them bull cows around here, y'all. I'm not talking about cows. I'm going to give you some food. Now. All right, yo. So, wow, what a fucking... <laughs> And that is the last time you will ever hear Jesse Rivers in Gall- live and in person, folks. Like, yeah. remember him as he goes to get food. Um, Jesse, it's been fun, dude. Yeah, man. Is, uh, is this the last time I'm gonna see you? No, nah, I'll come. I'll roll by. Okay, I'll roll by this weekend or whatever. Um, it's been fun, dude. And I would like to to speak for the listeners for a moment and say we, as the listeners. We'll miss you, Jess. Uh, fucking good luck, and we hope to hear you soon because Matt is annoying. And uh, <laughs> this show's got about, I'd say, a month of just Matt before it completely goes into the fucking drain. Well, so. you've got your, your what do you call it, filling? Your filling guest? My phylum guest. Your phylum guest? Yes. Who, the first one will be recorded this weekend oh. and hopefully aired next week. The, there, so, if everything goes to plan, there will be a there will be bag boarded 40 with... Uh, Special blank tube celebrity guests. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll, we'll air on Monday or Tuesday. You'll be on your way back home. You know, we'll, we'll check I'll in. Be on the road. We'll check in every. I'll check in if I can. You know, maybe um, we'll check in. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal some fucking phone calls from you. Hold the cell phone up to the microphone so you can say what up to some people. You know, because right. I know you're too lazy to set up a fucking actual microphone and Skype it, which is retarded because you're gonna be playing 13 hours of Call of Duty a day. No, when I get there, I can do it, but I'm not going to do it on the road. That's <clears throat> what I'm saying. Once you get to Alabama, it's yeah. Skype us a little fucking, you know, we got I got here safe. Uh, tell us about your crazy road trip adventures. Will do. And other than that, folks, uh, foo-foo. Um, it, I'm Matt Cohen. I'm Jesse Rivers. Can I do it? Take it, Jesse. It's been real. Peace. I can't believe you fucked it up. What's the name of the show? I'm Matt Cohen. I'm Jesse Rivers. It's been bagged and boarded, and it's been real. What?